Hello, it's Quinn David Furness of the Beantown Podcast. Happy Memorial Day 2018. What's going on? How is everybody? Wow, we started this podcast off with a bang. That's what you got to do. You got to infuse life. You got to infuse energy. Speaking of life, Life Day from the Star Wars Holiday Special, Chewie, Chewbacca and his family, what are his siblings and something, it's like Porky, Bess, and uh, Jafar, I think are their three names. Fun special if you never checked it out. We're in the Star Wars mood today. We're going to see... The Han Solo movie. In fact, we're on a we're on a tight time schedule. We're on a budget. There's been a lot going on, so we're not messing around with any of this music crap. No Oasis today. No Fratellis. We're jumping right in, and then we're going to be jumping right out. This is Quinn David Furness. This is my podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Listener discretion is advised. When you're listening to the Beantown Podcast for two reasons here. One, we will occasionally uh, drop some bombs here and there, spoilers, language, that sort of stuff. Uh, so there's your, your first warning. Number two, this podcast is objectively and certifiably terrible uh, as voted by you, the listeners. So there's your listener discretion. Quick thing before before we really jump in here. I've been noticing a lot of the podcasts I've been listening to, a lot of great businesses out there, Apple, Facebook, Staples, they all have good slogans. They all have good slogans. So I've been trying out some new new slogans, some test audiences reaching out. Maybe you got a message on Facebook or on Twitter, or maybe it was an email from my email, which is beantownpodcastyahoo.com. That's beantown, B-E-A-N-T-O-W-N, podcastyahoo.com. You can always reach me via email. Uh, We were trying out some new slogans, and the one that got voted highest was this. So here it is. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast, the people's podcast, eh? It's catchy, it's fresh, it's got energy. I love it a lot. We're sitting here, 817 St. Paul Street, spent the weekend, the holiday weekend in Shenandoah National Park. We're back. We're sipping Jack and Coke from the legendary, the one, the only, Jack Link's Beef Jerky, Feed Your Wild Side, jacklinks.com, Red Cup, courtesy of my uncle Andy who we're hoping to get on the podcast coming up this summer it's gonna be May uh except May's pretty much over which is kind of weird to believe I tell you what the temperature is telling me June but mentally I'm still stuck on April but hey I guess that uh you know the podcast waits for no man and uh and it is June we are going to be having a guest on next week Miss Maggie J, uh, we're going to be talking all things grad school. Maggie J is uh, either currently in grad school or, or just finishing up. We'll have to check on that. Yours truly is a uh, a master of science, uh, which is uh, what I say. Uh, a walk through, you know, I'm 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 going to visit high schools for work, and I walk past the chem lab, and I'm like, Psh, I'm a master of science, yo. Did that? Been there? I'm over. Uh, we're getting derailed here. It's the People's Podcast. Maggie J is coming on next week. We're talking grad school. It's going to be fun. That's what we needed to know. What has been in the news? 
Oh, boy. We're watching the Cubs game. Chris Bryant ropes one into left field. That's going to get down for a single. Top nine, Memorial Day from PNC Park. Cubs lead 5-0. to zero. It's a good day to be a Cubs fan. Uh, oh, this is what I was going to do before uh, we do anything else. And if you're wondering, if you're sitting here thinking, oh, Jesus, Quinn is about to go ramble for 45 minutes. I'm not. I'm not. I have a movie to get to. I got to get there early so I can have my seat. Wearing my Chewbacca costume, it's gonna be it's gonna be May, as as Justin Timberlake would say. Mm. Shenandoah National Park. What do we know about it? So part part of this podcast, a lot of people just think, oh, Quinn's just that crazy old goon. He's just having some laughs. He's gone completely mental. Uh, well, I like to keep it educational here and there. You know, we did our city of Boston preview when we were there about three weeks ago of course the city with no nickname boston massachusetts um that was i think people really responded positively to that they liked that information they said wow quinn we really didn't know that info about boston is it really true and to that i say um let's go talk about shenandoah now so ooh, the ball gets past cervelli and they're moving up to second and third all right shenandoah Virginia, founded in uh, 1492. So there's a common misconception here. You, you know the rhyme. 1492, Columbus sails the ocean blue, of course. Uh, a lot of people think that he landed in the uh, the West Indies, but no. Uh, so you, you've heard of Plymouth Rock. you heard of Jamestown. You're, you might be thinking, now where does Columbus come into all this? Recent research shows that Christopher Columbus actually landed at Plymouth Rock and founded Jamestown, which, of course, is the old, uh, you know, how, you know, New York used to be New Amsterdam, Jamestown, Plymouth Rock, old name, Shenandoah, new name. So founded in 1492 as a a Dutch spice mining colony, of course, Columbus Salem on behalf of the Dutch. And uh, so that's 1492. If you've ever seen the uh, the Disney animated film Pocahontas with John Smith and uh, Pocahontas and Christopher Columbus, um, that's uh, that's kind of what we're, we're working with here. Savages, savages, barely even human. feel like I haven't even taken a breath on this podcast yet. I love it. We got a lot to get through. Wait for the goat yoga segment because you're going to like that. Uh, Shenandoah moved through the ages, goes to the Revolutionary War. John Hancock is from uh, the Shenandoah Valley originally. Ben Franklin is from Shenandoah. George Washington uh, was born, comes from a long line of uh, Shenandoah spice farmers. It moves into... Uh, or I, I should mention before we go, we were talking about names a little bit. As Anthony Rizzo knocks a single into center field that's going to score two. Um, Russell and Brian are on to score. Nice. 7-0 Cubs. So Shenandoah comes from the Iroquois for tapestry, actually. And, and uh, tapestry back then, now it, it, it'll translate more into a mattress sort of thing. People don't realize they think tapestry is just things you hang on the walls. No, actually, they used to sleep on them. Uh, but you know what I say? Hey, don't sleep on the tapestries and don't sleep on Shenandoah because this park's going to blow your mind. Uh, so there's a little uh, a liturgy for you there. That's not the word I'm looking for. But uh, uh, the lineage of the term sort of is there's, there's a better word for that. We'll, we'll, we'll edit it back in when we finish up here. Uh, moves, moves ahead. 
we were walking around the uh, the town of Front Royal, which is on the north end of Shenandoah Park, right where uh, Skyline Drive comes to an end. And we were reading about some of the Civil War history of Shenandoah. Uh, 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 Lionel Stonewall Jackson, famous Confederate general. Uh, uh, to my to my surprise, I so I always thought growing up Stonewall Jackson was a, uh, a center for the Lakers. Turns out. He was a 19th century Confederate war veteran, uh, general, if you will, uh, and uh, apparently there's a statue of him in uh, in Georgia somewhere. But uh, he he fought in the in the Shenandoah region. Uh, George uh, Armstrong Custer, who was Hobby Baez linesman, through the middle. That's going to advance the runner. Uh, George Armstrong Custer, famous for his uh, his battle against Geronimo at Little Bighorn in what was that, 1896, something like that in uh, where's Little Bighorn, Wyoming? I've been there, I think. Uh, George Armstrong Custer spent some time in the Shenandoah region doing some Civil War stuff, hung some Confederate soldiers, which I'm a big proponent of. You know, you watch the end of Pirates of the Caribbean, you say, we're rooting for you know Jack Sparrow to get hung. Uh, Big fan of Gallows. Just love the term. I love the song Gallows Pole by Led Zeppelin. I think it's on Led Zeppelin 3, maybe. If you haven't checked it out, go listen to it. That would be a fun music song uh, for us in a podcast coming up here. We don't have time today because uh, we got to snap, snap, snap. We, uh, we got to get moving here. That's a little uh, history of Shenandoah. It was then converted into a national park by uh, Jimmy Carter in 1978, I think is what I read. So hasn't been around too long. And if you've ever seen the film Argo, uh, that was about the 1979 Iran hostage crisis. Uh, I think it, it, it got resolved right around uh, when Reagan took over. That's why Carter wasn't as popular. Um, it stars Ben Affleck and uh, Victor, what's his name, from Legally Blonde is in that film. And I think Brian Cranston is in Argo and maybe Michael Keaton. I don't remember. It won Best Picture a couple years back. Um, that, that Not relevant to, to Shenandoah. I just, if you haven't seen Argo, go check it out. Fantastic picture. Victor Garber, is that his name? Uh, is he Canadian or did he just play a Canadian guy in the movie? I don't know. We're moving ahead here. Fridge shopping. That's what everybody's been talking about. It's Memorial Day weekend. It's a big weekend for those you know, those big box rent-to-centers, except you don't rent, you buy, so they're more like buy-a-centers. Uh, I went fridge shopping in the gorgeous town of Wilmington with my uh, lovely aunt this past Tuesday morning. The Memorial Day sales were uh, off the hook. You know, Memorial Day, President's Day, those really are kind of the uh, the big holidays in terms of uh, appliance shopping. So so learned a couple things about buying a fridge. If you've never bought a fridge before, here's what you want to know. Um, the U.S. government, a couple years ago, under the failing Obama administration, changed uh, how, how we measure cubic feet. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, how... Cubic feet, that seems like a pretty standard, pretty regulated thing, while Obama tapping took it to a whole new level. So if you bought a fridge back in 2008 and it was 28 cubic feet and you're going back to buy another fridge in 2018 and saying, wow, this is the same size, but it only says 25 cubic feet, 
you know who to blame for that. Uh, our fridges are getting smaller uh, under Obama. So, so there's that for you. You're going to want to know about French doors. This is something I didn't know about before. I always just call it the two-door system, but it's a fridge, and the, the main portion has two doors instead of one. They, they're, they're, it's, a, it's a vertical line that separates these doors, and you pull them out kind of towards you, and then they kind of flip to the side. That's called French doors. Now, in layman's terms, we would just call it two doors, so don't, don't feel like you got to get fancy if you're shopping because Jim at, at the Bias Center, he knew what I was talking about. Um, when I said two doors. So don't be worried about that. Uh, let's get a quick sip here. Mm. What else do you want to know about fridges? Uh, major brands. We're talking uh, Kenmore, although there was some weird under-the-table deal with Whirlpool going on. So ask your, your bias center about that. There's LG. There's GE. There's 4G LTE. Uh that last one is a phone plan, I believe, but if you're curious, I've been using it past couple of years from Verizon. They offer the best speed, the best coverage and network, so watch out Thomas Middleditch because I'm coming for your job. Uh, that's what you want to know about fridges. They'll run you anywhere from two hundred to $20,000, so there is some variety there. You'll decide what price point works for you. Uh, we ended up spending somewhere around that that two thousand dollar mark. If they're it, now, here's another thing to look out for: delivery. You're gonna want them to be able to li- deliver it because I've lifted a fridge before, and it's tough to take you know more than one or two steps. Imagine hauling that baby all the way home. Then you gotta haul your old fridge out of there. Unless you want two fridges, a lot of families in 2018, thanks to shrinking houses, remember the cubic feet thing? They won't have space for two fridges. So that's something to consider. Do you want one fridge? Do you want two fridges? These are all things that you have to ask yourself before buying a fridge. So this is my PSA to you on this Memorial Day 2018 as we come to you live from 817 St. Paul Street. Know what you want before you go fridge shopping. There are a lot of variables. It's like multivariable calculus almost. So you're going to want to know about that. That's fridge shopping. Goat Yoga has consumed the nation. I uh, got a paper the other day, USA Today, and Goat Yoga was the leading front page headline. So what do we know about it? I did a little research, and uh, it turns out you go do yoga. You, know, you got your different poses, the the flying lotus, the downward dog, the, the Jack Link's red cup, uh, all things that, you know, your yoga lovers out there. Hello to the yoga community. Thanks for tuning in this week stuff you guys know and love but here's where it gets interesting if you've ever gone to like a pig roast or a barbecue or a goat roast you know that yoga can uh it can it can work up an appetite so you go do goat yoga here's a great thing you spend 45 minutes to an hour doing the poses the rodney yee stuff you're having a good time you're drinking some brews it's all fun and games but you know your average yoga workout, you finish, and everyone goes their separate ways, and you say, wow, I'm hungry. Guess I'll have to stop home for some fast food. Not anymore. With goat yoga, they get the goat hanging by four limbs from the spit. You rotate it over the fire. It's beautiful. It's a golden brown consistency. Tastes just like chicken. 
If you never tried GOAT at your yoga, I'm telling you this is the best way to experience it. It's an underrated meat. It's flying a little under the radar, but I think you're going to like the way it tastes. Throw some salt, pepper, maybe some cumin on there, some red chili flake, red uh, red pepper flakes. It's It's going to be lit. I tell you what. So GOAT yoga, if you haven't tried it, really good opportunity. You're going to leave feeling satisfied. That hunger is going to be gone. Perfect blend of spices, 23 flavors. It's all good stuff. It's all on how you season it. That's your preview on goat yoga. Mm. The last thing we needed to talk about, I promised you that this this podcast was going to be short, and I'm sticking to my word as we move into minute 17 here. We, uh, we've had a, an ongoing segment on the podcast now answering the Internet's most searched questions about X. And uh, not about X's, about X. It's a math term. If you've never done algebra, you won't know what I'm talking about. But I love the, the uneducated, as, uh, as our POTUS would say, poorly educated. Uh, two weeks ago, when we started the segment, we were answering questions about Christianity. Last week, we were doing lacrosse, as it was the NCAA semifinals. Uh, shout out to Duke and Yale, as they uh, play each other in the NCAA finals today go Yale uh only root against Duke because that program is uh the the Duke's men lacrosse Duke men's lacrosse program has some issues that they need to sort out and I will not be rooting for them until they do not a big Yale fan for a couple of reasons but I uh less for two evil evils I suppose um as the Pirates ground out to KB at third throw across the diamond got him that's one away Two outs to go until the Cubs win. They're up 7-0, bottom of the ninth. Happy Memorial Day to all my listeners. This uh, week, we are answering in honor of Star Wars coming out. We're answering the Internet's most searched questions about Star Wars. Let's jump right in. Number one, why do some Jedi disappear after they die? So, if you have seen... um, the original Star Wars, titled Star Wars, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, spoiler alert ahead, uh, gets chopped in half by Darth Vader, and he just falls to the ground, disappears, no body, just his cloak lying there, Vader stomps on him, like, dude, what the hell? And Obi-Wan literally becomes a force ghost. When Yoda dies, spoiler alert ahead, uh, in Return of the Jedi, Yoda dies, and he just kind of disappears, like that, and it's just his cloak left. Uh, what's the deal with that? I, I that's what the internet is asking about. Why do some Jedi uh, just f- fade away when they die, and others, like Qui Gon Jinn, and like oh I don't know Mace Windu, get z- z- out the window as there's a ground up to second, two away, comes one out away from shutting out the pirates on Memorial Day. Uh, so, uh, so there's, there's the question. Why do some Jedi disappear after they die? I'm going to give you one word and we're going to move on. Midi-chlorians. Uh, that's really all you need to know about that. It's a high versus a low thing. If you don't know Phantom Menace, you're going to want to know it. You're going to want some midi-chlorians. What's the deal? Next question with Anakin's father. What? What's the deal with Anakin's father? Uh, it's impossible. I think we talked about this on the podcast before. It's impossible to do a, a Jerry Seinfeld impression without yelling like that. It's just the only good way to do it. Um, what is the deal, though, with Anakin's father? Shmi Skywalker, as we go back to uh, Phantom Menace here, claims that she just got, boom, pregnant one day. 
here's a little biology lesson for you, sister. That's not how uh, the, the female anatomy works. That's not how human reproduction works. I tell you what, I'm putting my money on either Boss Nass or Chancellor Palpatine, Palpatine but don't sleep on Qui-Gon Jinn. He seemed to be pretty homey by the time he got in to Tatooine. And also, do you think Padme and Shmir were doing... Shmir. <laughs> it's Jewish Star Wars. Do you think Padme and Shmi were doing some lesbian stuff in Phantom Menace? That's a question for a different time. Uh, so what exactly happened to those Bothans? Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. Uh, Mon Mothma states, uh, what is it? A number of Bothan spies died to bring us in this information. What happened to those Bothans? That's what I want to know. That's what the internet wants to know. Well, if you've ever read uh, those, you know, those extra non-canonical Star Wars books, which I haven't, uh, it's probably explained in all there. So uh, consider this a footnote to the podcast as Josh Harrison swings and a miss Cubs win, 7-0 shutout on Memorial Day. What a day to be a Cubs fan. Uh, I, I'm going to re, re, uh, refer you to those books because I bet that there's some good information on those. And, hey, I don't claim to be a Star Wars expert. Last question. Uh, how did the second Death Star, in fact, the question is phrased poorly. It says, how the did second Death Star get built so quickly? Um, I tell you what, if they can build a Death Star that can blow up planets with just one laser. Really, I'm not that worried about the construction time. Uh, yeah, I mean, look at uh, lightsabers and phasers and protons and ions, and you're asking me, how did it get built so quickly? When you got, you know, force powers that Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader have, I'm pretty sure they can convince some contractors to come on out and build it. Uh, I don't claim to be an expert in space construction. I'm just the messenger, you know? So you don't shoot the messenger. That's what I've always been taught. Mm. There's another question here that's actually intriguing that I never really thought about before. Where did the Ewoks get Leia's dress? That looks like it's getting a little inappropriate. We will come back to that question at a different time. We're on minute 22, now 23 of the podcast. That is Michael Jordan's number. LeBron James going back to the finals. Ugh. Look, I'm not a LeBron hater because I just hate greatness. I'm just not a fan because I think he's kind of cocky, kind of arrogant. Good for him for getting that team to the finals because that team outside of LeBron is just a piece of crap. Kevin Love wasn't even playing. There's just nothing there. Rockets versus Warriors tonight, Game 7. I think the Warriors are going to kick butt because I don't think Chris Paul is active. means it's just James Harden. He's probably going to take like 100 shots. That's probably not a formula for success against the Warriors, although it is in Houston. So we'll see what happens. Man, I hadn't really thought about this up until today. I really hope that the Rockets win because if it's Cavs versus Warriors again, that would be year number four. And I would root for the Warriors just because I'm – I'll pretty much always root against LeBron. But, man, that would be three championships to the Warriors in the last four years. Uh, That would start to infringe upon Bulls' legendary status, and we don't want that. So let's go Rockets with or without Chris Paul. Stanley Cup final starts tonight. Caps first. Golden Knights 
which is crazy. Never thought the Caps would make it and never thought Las Vegas would have a hockey team. Yet here we are in the 2018 Stanley Cup final. I don't think a team not named the uh, Penguins, Blackhawks, Kings, or Bruins has won a Stanley Cup since like 2008. So it'll be nice to, to get some fresh blood in there. I'll root for the Golden Knights kind of for the same reason as I would root for the Warriors. I don't really care for them, but I will always root against the Capitals for a couple different reasons. Uh, It's just kind of fun to watch them lose TBH. I don't know if that makes me sadistic, but I don't really mind. That's going to be the podcast. This might be the shortest one yet. I don't really mind. I got a movie to go see. I got to walk to the theater. It's like two miles. It's going to be hot. It's going to be May, but hey. We're going to have some fun. We'll come at you next week live. Uh, We'll get the podcast out on time. I apologize. Did not have any Wi-Fi. Didn't have any phone service over the weekend in the uh, mountains. But Shenandoah is beautiful. If you ever get the chance to go out there, go check it out. You got your history lesson from this podcast. Um, And that's really what we're here to do, right? The Beantown Podcast is the people's podcast. And don't you forget it. Thanks to all my fans. Don't forget to like listen rate subscribe or on youtube itunes soundcloud podcast app anywhere you listen to your podcast that's where you can find us we will uh hitch up next week live with maggie J. we're going to be talking about grad school if you're thinking about going back and getting another degree if you're thinking about doing grad school for the first time i think this podcast is actually going to be uh in the similar vein that the the Grandma Sal podcast was just kind of like a hardcore interview and there was some comedy, but it was mostly informational. That's that's kind of the tone that we're going to be going for next week. Maggie J is fun. Uh, she's going to bring good energy to the podcast, and I think that uh, that you guys out there are really going to like it. So with that, as we uh, we move into summer. Memorial Day is the unofficial start of summer. I I, I feel like you can't call Memorial Day. Uh, the official start of summer or else you're going to get arrested or something because every goddamn person says Memorial is the unofficial start of summer. Nobody's waiting until June 23rd for summer to start, right? Because at least here in Baltimore, it's been like 80s and 100% humidity for two weeks now. Um, So nobody needs to tell me it's the unofficial start of summer because summer is here. This has been Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast, the People's Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great week. I hope you had a great holiday weekend, and we will check in on you next weekend.